All right, welcome to the official Chargers post-game podcast. Chargers win it overtime, 30-24 over the Colts. Here with Matt Money Smith, Haley Elwood. Guys, did it have to be that interesting? Sure. You <laughs> know, I mean, they, won. they had not won an opener since 2015. Uh, we know the last two years when Houston got that sack, I said Phillip probably figured he'd finally shed Justin Houston on opening week. Uh, and instead he finds himself with the Colts, and there he is staring at him again to start a campaign. Um, but, man, what a, what a great team effort. I mean, just you, it's such a cheesy thing to say, but you just think of all the different things that came together for this team to get the victory. You were talking to Drew Tranquil. I mean, that block punt was huge. Um, you know, special teams was was so important. Without Michael Badgley today, to, to have Ty Long kick off that? field goals, extra points, had a heck of a punt to flip the field inside the 10. I mean, he you could make a pretty compelling case that that, that tandem, or I shouldn't say tandem, that trio, mm-hmm. Matza to Tyrod Taylor holding for the first time to Ty Long kicking. Punting, that whole kicking operation. Off. And that is just so pivotal to them getting this victory here. And it was cool to see just the offense kind of pick up from last year. I know Phillip didn't play in the preseason. Keenan didn't play in the preseason. Didn't really matter. Uh, Phillip, outside that interception, uh, he was pretty lights out today, Haley. Yeah, and I mean, Keenan Allen... And again, you said it, they didn't play together in the preseason, but that connection between Phillip Rivers and Keenan Allen never gets old. It never gets old. They made it look really dang good today. Yeah, pretty much, you know, any, and I'll tell you, I think the one thing that you're not going to see in the box score um, that I thought was the most impressive part of the passing game was just the pass pro from the running backs. I mean, what Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson did, you, you cannot, again, you won't, you won't know it unless you watch the game back or you're paying attention to it while the game was going on, but that was such a big part when you have got, you know, Trent Scott out there in place of Russell Okun, um, and they were just, you know, it's a tough front for from Indianapolis, and every time they brought five, there's Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson squatting in that hole, standing up Darius Leonard, standing up a corner, standing up a safety to give Phillip that extra beat. To, to have that 300, what was it, 333, I think he yep. ended up having today. And I, I think that just cannot be minimized, the job that those two guys did. Money, that air guitar. It <laughs> came out a lot today. It, it, was, it was humming today. 154 total yards, three touchdowns for Austin. And also, you can't discount what Justin Jackson did. That tandem really carried the day. Well, look, and that was the storyline, right? Coming in nationally, it was, you know, Mel- Melvin Gordon made news earlier today. You know, I don't know if that's his agent or who leaks that, but about when he's thinking about coming back. So that's a that's a bright light on those guys. You know, this is a team that thinks they can win a Super Bowl. And, you know, they love the ground game. You know, Anthony Lynn and, and, and Ken Wisenhunt want a balanced offense. So to come out um, with all that pressure and to not only do it between the tackles, um, but especially in overtime, just the oh. gash between the tackles and get that touchdown on the ground. I think really put an exclamation point on, on, like you said, what a great job that tandem was able to do today, you know, with a lot of attention on them and, and a lot of questions about whether or not it was going to be enough, you know, and, until, you know, Melvin decides to return if he decides to return. Haley and I were on the field in overtime just saying, all right, let's get six here. What was it no like question. In the, what same was thing. It like in the booth? <laughs> Just same thing because you saw the difference in the halves. You know, I think it was a hot day. Um, that's that's the most physical offensive line they're going to see all season, um, unless maybe they see the Eagles in the Super Bowl. So, you know, they, they were gassed. And, and you could just see the idea that, that they were going to have to go right back out there after that team drove down the field eight minutes on that drive after the interception from Hooker to get the touchdown, to get the two-point conversion. 
Uh, that was not a good prospect. And I think even if you get the field goal, you still feel a little weird about it because of how tired and gassed you assumed they would be on this afternoon when it was probably, I would guess, close to three triple digits on the field. Um, you know, to have coming off an eight eight minute drive, you know, that led to that game time score. So, yeah, it was imperative, I think, that they get the touchdown. And man, just to see him do it in such a balanced manner you know keenan allen with the big reception hunter henry with the big reception and then you know austin eckler on a pass justin jackson and again something that we hadn't seen a lot of really it was a lot of uh, a lot of stretch runs a lot of corner runs just between the tackles to pound it in really i think was was just kind of a great exclamation point to balance out the offense today Haley, you just came out of the locker room mm -hmm. Drew Tranquil, we're going to get to him in a minute. He said it was a very jovial locker room. What did you see? It, yeah, it definitely was. And I think I think it goes back to kind of just the fact that a win like this sort of sets the tone for the rest of the season. Money talked about it. This team hasn't won a season opener in a while. So to do that in overtime, nonetheless, and kind of get off on that foot, it means a lot. And I think the other cool thing is they're all so supportive of each other and super stoked for one another. Talking to Justin Jackson about Austin, Austin just about the whole offense. It really was that that cliche again, just that team effort, that team win that really went into this one. Money, I know you got to go. We'll get you out of here on this. There's always something to be taken out of a Sunday, a lesson to be learned. 24-9 lead, couple mistakes. Phillip had an interception. Desmond King had a muff punt. Got to eliminate those, especially going into Motown. Yeah, you know, no question. And you talk about a defense that had, had held, you know, the Colts to under three yards per carry in the first half and get gashed for nearly seven per carry in the second half. But again, I think the one thing that, that should be uh, mentioned is that that's what they do. And that's what this team's going to do all season. You know, when Andrew Luck was the quarterback of this team, this was a team that was talked about being in the Super Bowl. Um, they are that good. And that is their bread and butter. You know, that interior of Glowinski, Kelly and Nelson are going to give teams fits. So I think it's important to take it with a grain of salt, you know, that, that they were able to rush for over 200 yards. And I know no question Gus Bradley and, and Anthony Lynn are going to want to clean that up. Um, but, you know, getting uh, the big question I'll have is health. You know, getting out of here, we saw a couple yeah. guys, you know, get out with, you know, Mike Williams, obviously the first one that you think of. But um, the hope that, that everyone's healthy and, and ready to go week two, uh, I think, is so important because you even saw it a little bit. Look, Adrian Phillips had, you know, it's yeoman's work he's being asked to do, uh, trying to fill in for Derwin James. And you saw those moments when Michael Davis went down, you know, they immediately went at face on, you know, repeatedly. And you kind of saw what the adjustment Gus Bradley had to make in moving, you know, Casey over to T.Y. when they were starting to pick on him a little bit too much instead of just leaving him locked into his position. So I think health is going to be a big thing going into Detroit. You hope they, they're able to kind of get through these bumps and bruises this week and, and come out pretty clean for next week. Money, get out of here. We're going to get to our interview with Drew okay. Tranquil. Haley, now you back can go bit. home now. Exactly. Go home, buddy. <laughs> All right. We go to the parking lot, party with the folks at Thunder Alley. There That's you go. That's my plan. 30-24, Chargers win it in overtime over the Colts. Here with Drew Tranquil, a block punt. Just a, an awesome electric game from you guys, man. It was super fun out there. Um, you know, we had some adversity there in the second half, up 24-9, and they came back and rallied with two touchdowns, but guys stepped up and made plays all over the field obviously the running back group had an incredible game phil leading that offense offensive line doing a great job on defense you know we did a great job in the first half stopping the run um second half we got to tighten some things up and obviously made some plays on special teams which is nice uh ty long stepping in there for badge and doing oh yeah a good job. it was a good team effort all around i tell you drew we'll get to the lessons that can be taken from this going into week two against the lions we'll start with the good stuff the the, the win and just jumping up on these guys 24-9 early you guys we're really humming on all three phases. 
Yeah, like I said, I think the preparation during the week was great. Um, you know, we had some really hot practices this week. It was in the 90s, really, really hot, and guys were just battling out there. We had guys taking a ton of reps, and, uh, you know, obviously the preparation, I think, came to fruition today, and uh, you saw that in all three phases, and uh, that's a credit to the guys' preparation throughout the week and how much they worked um, and just let it go here on Sunday. What were your emotions? I, I know preseason is one thing to go out there. The fact that it counts uh, here in front of these fans, what were your emotions going into your first NFL game? Um, it was it was kind of like a realization of a, of a dream, and I was kind of running out of that tunnel. I was like, this is the show. Like, this is, this is it. And uh, to take that field today was an absolute honor. Uh, to stand out there and have our, our flag spread across the entire field and uh, just hear the fans and uh, look up and see my wife and my child in the stands, it was, uh, it was incredible. It's like the culmination of, a, of just a football a dream, right? Of a football dream. You know, I've been doing this since I was five and six years old and you play in the backyard and all you do is really watch on Sundays and you, and you see these guys run around out here and then to actually be one of those guys and to represent, you know, the city of Los Angeles and uh, in this Chargers organization was pretty special. When you and I spoke during minicamp and we talked about not only defense, but special teams, the, the ability to help in that phase of the game. You had a block punt. Walk me through that block punt. Well, we had a, a right block on um, and that's my green light. That's my green light. And, uh, Let me just interrupt you real quick, because George Stewart, yeah, your coach special Stewart, teams coach, gave you a point yeah. as we were talking about that block punt. We're, we're in the hallway, just to paint a picture. We're right outside the Chargers locker room. Drew just came out of the locker room. Coach Stewart, a little point to you. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's an incredible coach, and uh, it's just been so cool ever since I got here. And you know, OTAs and you know, through the summer, just learning from him and watching extra film with him and him showing me different techniques and, and, and ways I can attack. And today I got I got my green light. We had a right block on, and I was able to come up and under and get a hand on it. My first thought I was like, Oh my gosh, I blocked it! And I was like, Where is it? I got a I got a score. <laughs> I got a score. score. To be really cool, I got a score. <laughs> and so I, I was looking around. It it went past the line of scrimmage, unfortunately, but uh, we'll have to score next time. <laughs> oh. Well, we talked about the fact that you guys had a 24-9 lead. Colts are a good football team. They came yeah. back for a reason because they're a good team. They're a resilient bunch. But lessons that can be taken from that. Uh, this team played a lot of close games last year, Drew, when you weren't here, and they yeah. won them. You won it today, but you never wanted to be that close at the end, right? No. I think, you know, we talked about Coach Lynn as we brought the group up there, uh, was talking about finishing. Um, you know, he, he made the comment, we want to be the best conditioned team in the NFL. Um, and I think that goes, you know, when you have a team on the ropes like that, it's about finishing them. It's not relaxing and saying, okay, let's play precautious and make sure they don't get big plays. We got to stop the run. We got to do things on defense necessary to close out a football game. And we saw that today. Uh, we'll emphasize that and be ready for Detroit next week. Finally, Drew, if you could expound on what the locker room was like after that win. You guys have worked so hard through OTAs and minicamp and training camp, preseason, to finally get to this moment to get a win like that against a really good football team. What was the locker room like? Well, to be honest, I mean, you know, I. You know, I'm a rookie this year, and, and coming from college football where every single game matters, it's like, oh, my gosh, we got to win. And so coming in here, I was like, all right, like, we got to get this win, got to get this win. And I was like, uh, you know, and to walk in that locker room afterwards, the energy, you would have thought we won the Super Bowl. It was, like, so exciting from players to management 
to staff to everything. I felt like I was in college. The urgency to win, I felt like I was in college again. I didn't expect that because in the NFL, no, t- I mean, other than the Dolphins, you know, in 70, nobody's gone undefeated. It's like, you know, you win, you lose, you learn lessons. Yeah. But the urgency, and we talked about it all this week, the urgency to win. Uh, you felt that emotionally when you walked in the locker room. It was special. That's awesome. I'm sure you guys want to feel that next Sunday in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, heck of a debut for you, Drew. Uh, best of luck next week. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. All right, buddy. All right, a big thanks to Drew for stopping by. Now joined by Daniel Popper of The Athletic. His Chargers debut at Dignity Health Sports Regular Park, too. Regular season debut. Regular yeah, I've been season here before. debut. <laughs> You've been here before. Chargers key key 30, distinction. <laughs> Chargers went at 30-24 in overtime. Daniel. Overall observations. What a game. What a game. Um, overall observations. Phillip Rivers is obviously an elite quarterback leading that drive there. I thought something that was really interesting to me is, so he ran on the, on the last play of the game. He tried to throw a Hail Mary, didn't see anyone, ran off the field as time expired. The Colts were chirping at him. And that, according to guys I just talked to in the locker room, really fired him up. He came over to the sideline before overtime, brought the whole team together, gave a pep talk, and then hit Keenan Allen on a long gain, hit Hunter Henry on a long gain. They ran the ball. Eckler had that long gain, and then they punched it in for a touchdown. It's no problem. So, I mean, what? Like, at, I've said this before to you, but like, I've never really watched good quarterbacks. So to see a guy go out there and execute like that was really, really fun to watch. Uh, I thought the offensive line, the running game was fantastic. The run blocking was excellent. Pass blocking was a little bit suspect, um, and then the run defense was a little suspect. And I thought the tackling was a little bit poor. Uh, but they got to win, and that's really all that matters. It wins a win against a good team. And, you know, Kobe Bryant's like that, right? You, you talk to a guy, maybe you talk to the wrong guy exactly. sometimes, and, and it sets him off. And Phillip's one of those guys, Haley, that you're like, all right, maybe you don't chirp at him because he'll chirp back and then he'll perform. <laughs> exactly. And I'm sure he did chirp back. And oh, he did. Then he, he did, did I perform. Saw him. <laughs> I saw him. Don't worry. I saw him. I saw him. Definitely chirp back. But, I mean, you get under that guy's skin, he's going to tear you up. That's it. Daniel, you talked obviously about the run game, but what did you make of Austin Eckler's day today? Oh my God, what a performance! Yeah, what a performance. I, honestly, I thought both guys looked great. Mm-hmm. I thought Justin Jackson and Austin Eckler both looked great, but you know, you can't get both guys on the field when one guy's running 55 yards for a touchdown and a screen <laughs> pass. Yeah. Um, I thought the screen game was outstanding today. I thought they did a great job. The offensive line uh, was getting out in front, and blocking on the 55-yard touchdown. Michael Schofield um, and Mike Pouncey got onto the right edge and cleared the lane for Austin Eckler. Um, he had just a tremendous game in the passing game, in the running game. Like I said, the run blocking was outstanding, and, and both Justin Jackson and Eckler had holes in the screen game and the running game. Um, but, yeah, what a performance. I mean, you know, Melvin Gordon sitting at home watching this game, and the running backs are, are, are going off, and it makes fans think, okay, maybe we can move forward without him and be okay. Well, Ken Wisenhunt, I mean, you talk about a game plan, getting these guys in space. I'm just going to read some of these numbers. Eckler, 12 for 58 and a touchdown on the ground, 6 for 96 and two touchdowns through the air. And then Justin Jackson, six for 57, nine and a half yards a pop. Right. I mean, that's that's something for, for a guy in his second year. Had that experience last year, and, and he's carrying it over into year two. Yeah, I, I thought he looked really great throughout training camp. And especially as the surprising thing is I thought Justin Jackson looked better as a pass catcher in the preseason and training camp than Austin Eckler did. And then Austin Eckler goes out and catches however many balls he did for 97 yards. Justin Jackson doesn't, doesn't have a catch. But you saw it. He broke off two 20-yard runs. Uh, obviously, a lot of that goes to the offensive line and the great run blocking they did. Um, but they got two backs. They got two really solid backs that proved today that they can get it done in the passing game and in the running game. And most importantly, in crunch time, Austin Eckler had the, had the big run to set up the touchdown and then obviously had the touchdown itself. So, I mean, the, the Chargers have to be absolutely ecstatic with how the running backs played today. Uh, third phase of football, Ty Long. Oh, What yes. a day he had. He did. Yeah, he hit all his kicks. And honestly, Tyrod, I was talking to Tyrod last week. 
or not last week, a couple days ago in the locker room. And he's like, I've never held in my life. He said he did a little bit in training camp with the mm-hmm. uh, with the Ravens when he was a backup there, but never did in Buffalo and had never held in the game before. But he looked at me, he's like, Listen, that was I'm, a rookie operation today. Right. He's like, I, I tweeted that before the game. He's like, he's like, I'm an athlete. I know how to catch a football and put it down on the ground. And I'm like, all right, we'll see. And I actually talked to him in the game after the game. He's like, he's like, oh, you were you were a little nervous up there in the press box. And I was like, no, I wasn't. You told me you're an athlete, so it's good. I got you. <laughs> he smiled and laughed at me. But hey, I mean, you got a rookie, you got a rookie long snapper, you got a guy in Ty Long who's only played in preseason games before in his previous stints in the NFL, and then you got Tyrod Taylor who's never held before, and it was a seamless operation. And then, ironically, the other side, Adam Vinatieri, who's kicking in his 51st NFL stadium. How about he's, that? He's, yeah. been, he's been playing in the NFL longer than I've been alive, and he misses two, two field goals and an extra point. So, it's, I mean, you never know. You never know with special teams. It's, it's a crapshoot. Ty Long said he went over to him after the game, and he's like, dude, I've been watching you kick and watching you do Legend. your thing pretty much since, he's like, since I was a kid. Yeah. And he's like, he'll be fine. But, but the crazy thing about Ty Long, the first player since 1997 to have a made field goal, made PAT, and a punt in his career debut. Which is wild. It's his first NFL game, and he's punting and kicking? Yeah. I was like, I was like, something has to go wrong here, and here I am being an idiot because George Stewart's one of the best special teams coaches in football, and they go out and they execute seamlessly. It was impressive. We just talked to Drew Tranquil, the, the block punt. I mean, oh, yeah. the, the, the special teams phase was on fire as Jeff Miller looks over confused why Daniel Popper's on the podcast <laughs> and he's, and he's not. not. Yeah, <laughs> but we're not talking about little pickle today. It took me though. a month and a half to jump over you in the beat <laughs> rankings. Easy money. <laughs> Power rankings of week one. But special teams, a big yeah. deal. The muff punt from Desmond King, obviously, you, you trust Des because he's, he's been there, done that, it happens. Yeah, but he's electric. Yeah, I mean, Drew up. Tranquil was, was great today. Not only did he have the, uh, the pump block, but he also had a, a – perfect form tackle on a kickoff coverage um you know he was he was great i mean so they, they draft these rookies and then they come up and 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 or bring him in as, as undrafted free agents and then they turn him into stud special teams players i mean nick's nick zubner led the league in special teams tackles two years ago adrian phillips led the league in special teams tackles last year is drew tranquil going to be that guy this year but i mean george stewart is, is is tremendous at developing these players putting him in a position to succeed and drew tranquil is obviously a very good player who, who made a couple special teams plays today. i expected him to make special teams plays throughout the season and then he's also proven that he can be a great middle linebacker and run the defense he did that during the preseason so he adds depth there. I mean, it's a great piece for this roster. We always talk about next man up. Brandon Faison has to go in for Mike Davis mm-hmm. on his birthday. It's a tough spot for Brandon Faison, to be honest, because he got thrown in there and they just went at him. Yeah. I mean, play after play after play. I mean, he's coming in completely cold and being asked to guard uh, the receivers and, and on play after play after play. I mean, it was like every single play they were throwing at him. Um, and I talked to him and he was encouraged by the end of it, you know, because he had that, the last play that was thrown at him. He defended that in the back corner of the end zone. Obviously, T.Y. Hilton scored later on, but uh, he was in- encouraged by by coming through with a play at the end. You expect him to improve um, as he gets more playing time, um, but it was a tough sp- it was a tough spot to put him in. And he also had a, a nice tackle on that third and two run play. That's right. They ended up giving him the first, but you know he, ca- he came in as a corner and made, and made a good tackle. So you expect him to improve as he as he gets more playing time. But that was a tough spot to be. Th- I can't even imagine what it would be like to, to to get in there cold and then just have like eight straight passes thrown your way. Yeah. But that's what you're doing. Yeah, it's Professional football player, that's what you're supposed to do. Last one for me. What kind of tone does a win like this set for the rest of the season? Well, I think, like, last year they won so many games, so many close games. Now, I don't, I don't know if they won any overtime games, but they won a lot of games in the last two minutes with final drives and that sort of thing. And guys have talked, you know, during preseason training camp about how those wins built character. Mm-hmm. And I, know, I think Philip, the word Philip uses like we did them, to, we did it together, yep. you know, and doing that together helped us. And, and they showed us here that that winning those games as a group last year can help you in these situations because no one panicked. And and that was as, as impressive a final drive as I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was bang, bang, bang. It was eight plays, 
And, you know, what Derek Watts said to me, he's like, we just, we just went out there and we ran it down their throat, and that's what they did. And, you know, that's my biggest takeaway is that those games from last year that you win close, you know, you come into this year and you can do it again. And, and they proved it today. Keenan Allen, 8 for 123 and a touchdown. We're going to get to our interview with Keenan here. Daniel Popper, appreciate your time, buddy. Anytime. All right, welcome back to the official Chargers postgame podcast. Bolts win in overtime, 30-24, with one of the heroes, Keenan Allen. What Keenan, they do? What's up, man? Ain't none, ain't none. Congratulations. Chilling, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> preseason. Chilling after that overtime Chilling, game, you know man. Who needs job. preseason, Keenan? <laughs> yeah, who needs preseason? I didn't play in the preseason. <laughs> Eight for 123 in a touch, man. How did it feel to get out there? It's the real deal now. Yeah, it felt great. Um, I felt healthy. I felt amazing. Um, thought the team came out, started great, um, all of that. So just got to come out at halftime and play a little bit better. No doubt, but the offense was humming in yeah. the first half. You guys got up 24-9, a combination of you and that running game. Justin Jackson and Austin Eckler, what can you say about those guys? Great job. Um, offensive line came in, played well. Um, just giving those guys lanes, creating space, um, just for those guys to get to the next level and make plays up against the linebackers and the safeties. And they, they ran the ball great, uh, protected it, and um, you know I thought we did a great job. Phillip Rivers over summer has said that He's enjoyed being around a lot of the younger guys in the locker room, but also watching some guys he's been with for a while now, like you, grow to where you are. Your rapport with him is just almost laughable sometimes at how good it is, but how would you describe it? Um, one of a kind. Um, it's just special. We, we we do play. Like the first play that I caught early in the game, uh, we came back to it at the end of the game and got like 20 yards on it because he told me I couldn't go inside from the last time. Uh, <laughs> We got the same coverage the next time, and he, was, he looked at me and was like, there it is. And I'm like, yeah, I know, I know, I, know. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> yeah. So we picked up like 20 yards on that, just little stuff like that. So, so your quarterback, 209 consecutive starts, he broke a, a tie with Peyton Manning and Derrick Brooks. Oh, wow. If you could just speak to his longevity and just he's been doing it so long and really no signs of slowing down. Yeah. Um, just a guy who's been here ever since I've been here um, day in and day out consistently, um, treating it like a pro. Never complained, never wavered any any of the process. Um, you know, always put in the work and um, always showing off. What kind of tone does this win set for the rest of the season? I think it's big. It speaks volumes. Uh, it just helps us get back to where we were last year. Um, just keep it going and, um, you know, just keep that confidence. As good as today was, what kind of will you go back and look at to maybe fix or work on for next week in Detroit? Uh, just how to come out second half, keep points yeah. going. Uh, keep, putting, keep putting up points. Don't let them come back in the game. What was this Colts defense like? This could be a team you guys see again in January. Yeah. It's a good squad. Yeah, good squad. Uh, I thought they played well. I thought they uh, their scheme is good. Um, they fly to the ball. They rally to the ball. I know they're going to get better at, at takeaways and stuff like that. So, We'll get you out of here on this. Just the electricity from this crowd today, man. I think they were ready for some real football. Yeah, it was great. Um, felt good. Um, I turned around. It was the last drive. They were they were like third and some change, and everybody was sitting down. I'm like, yo, let's go. It's for the game. You know? Stand up. You know, so uh, no, they, they did a good job today. They did. They delivered. 30-24. Yeah. Good way to start 2019, Keenan. Appreciate yes, your time, man. Appreciate you. Thanks, Ken. Thank you. All right, always great hearing from Keenan Allen. As we wrap up here from Rocket Field at Dignity Health Sports Park, Chargers win 30-24 in overtime. Haley, closing thoughts. Quite a win against a really quality opponent. Quite a win against a really quality opponent that ultimately in a couple months could be a difference maker in that sense. It's so important, obviously, Colts not in the division, but in the conference, it's wins like that that towards the end of the road of the season can mean so much. And I think 
We just saw so many good things today, especially from the offense. Austin Eckler, man, who what a he was a story day. of the day. Story of the day. Um, and I think you know we kind of talked a little bit before about you saw what happened with the Bears and Packers on Thursday night, and people are saying, oh, is that because mo- you know the majority of these starters didn't play in the preseason or offenses behind? Well, with this Chargers team, probably not. No, I mean, <laughs> don't look, think so. Look, look at the early games too. Yeah, Lamar Jackson put up fifty nine points today. Mm-hmm. Chiefs. Chargers chief rival here in the uh, AFC West, no pun intended, yeah. put up 40. Uh, but this Chargers offense was humming early, and yes. I think that was the most encouraging thing, uh, the fact that a lot of guys got involved. Hunter Henry got involved yeah. late. Keenan Allen was just doing Keenan Allen things. Uh, <laughs> Even he said it too. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, we know what Mike Williams is capable mm-hmm. of, Travis Benjamin. So Phillip has a lot of weapons at his disposal. And I think one of the, the most interesting things, and Money talked about it, just the pass protection mm-hmm. from the running backs, but also their ability to catch the ball. It really makes this offense multidimensional. It absolutely does. And I think, you know, this is that's a huge thing for this Chargers team, for defenses to defend over the next, you know, few months and everything like that. But they looked really good. They looked really good today. And even though it got kind of <laughs> tight and close at the end and we're pacing on the sidelines, just going, holy moly, you, what is going to happen? You and I were watching uh, – <laughs> Watching overtime begin, say, let's just get six, let's get not six. three. And it was an, actually a, an interesting nugget from Daniel Popper talking about how the Colts sideline was chirping and Phillip yeah. chirped back a little uh-huh. bit. And he's one of those few athletes in sport you don't want to get upset no. because he'll take it out on you on the field. And that's what happened. That's what Funny happened. Funny thing, too, it's like we talk about what you know we were doing on, on the sideline on that last drive, but uh, Joey Bosa was in there, and he was saying sometimes he couldn't even watch. He's like, I took a knee. And I was just asking people, like, tell me what had happened. And I think that's so, you know, it's just kind of funny and refreshing when you hear players go through that because, hey, that's, they're going through it just like the rest of us, but to a much larger extent. Yeah. And listen, it's not all roses because right. there's some things that they're going to have to tighten up, mm-hmm. specifically uh, the rushing defense. defense. Yep. Marlon Mack responded to that Austin Eckler touchdown with a 63-yard touchdown, yeah. I think, of his own. So those are things that you're going to have to take into account, especially next week with mm-hmm. Carryon Johnson, C.J. Anderson uh, in Detroit, an unfamiliar opponent, too. Yeah, and that's their home opener. So you expect their crowd to be super loud, really into it. Um, but it'll be interesting. You know, it's a really interesting. This team's going home away, home away over these next, this first quarter of the season, as Anthony Lynn likes to chunk it out as. But I will say, though, and we talked about it a little bit, starting 1-0, and huge, especially for this team that hasn't done that in quite a few years. And it just kind of sets the tone in such a positive way for these next few weeks. The sense of urgency is what Drew Tranquil was talking about. Mm -hmm. He wasn't here last year. And and he said to to come into a pro locker room, and obviously in college football, every game counts. He said you never see a team that goes undefeated other than the 72 Dolphins. So to see the sense of urgency to Mm -hmm. to want to win every single game, he said it was an elated locker room, as you well saw as well. It absolutely was. Guys were so stoked. And they they were stoked for each other too which was really exciting and really encouraging because sometimes I think you know people oh it's that team cliche kind of gets thrown around but ultimately they were just so excited and and they should be rightfully so you and I have been joking over the last couple of months it it felt like one long day training camp Mm -hmm. preseason it was just a a lot of repetitiveness uh, for these guys but it all counts towards something and today was the first step of, uh, of what's to be uh, hopefully a great season for this yeah. Chargers team. So we'll be back next week. Chargers, Lions, as we got a Chargers fans here, excited <laughs> here. 30-24, Bolts win in overtime. For Haley Elwood, I'm Chris Harry on the Chargers Podcast Network.